I had one on the 18th, which was before everything got completely shut down. Um, but, um, you know, we're still being, we were already doing the social distancing by then. Um, so I did get to cross over with Emily. So, yeah, I got to cross over with her. I hadn't ever met her before and just had a chat about what we were both doing. She was hoping at that point that the um, the art centre up on the central coast wasn't going to be shut down because she was she had a residency there and then she had a performance scheduled for there. Mm. Well, you only got to do that overlap once. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I did, and I did go in the week after when I had a um, a session. Because I was supposed to lead the class that, that morning as well, which got cancelled. So I went in for a few hours. It was a lonely old time. But, you know, I don't mind time alone in, in the studio. Okay, so so my name is Nikki Hayward. Um, I call myself a performance maker and somebody who's been making work for quite a long time and, you know, as... As life has gone on, my practice has shifted quite a lot. Well, I was wanting to look at, and this was part of a, a longer project that was also supposed to happen um, right around this time, actually, um, looking at material that I've been developing with two collaborators, with Mark Corvin, who's a musician, and Hydran Law, who's a photographer, um, so we've been making material together for a little while towards a project called Broadcast Into Oblivion and that's been generated a lot out of writing that I've done and shared with them both and, and we've all kind of created material that's bounced out of that as a starting point. So um, I, I spent some time listening to some recordings that I've done with Mark, um, just, you know, moving freely in the space, looking at how, you know, how that that sound that we've made together bounces back into my body. Um, and also, really importantly, I just wanted some time in the studio just to maintain the a really basic physical practice of my own, which, you know, is about um, stretching, bit of yoga, a bit of kind of rolling around on the floor and then and then moving to music. Otherwise, you, I feel like I lose touch with that, you know, the body and the imagination and how they work together. Well, I, I'll go back into into the writing a little bit because it's been the writing that's generated this aspect of our collaboration. But for me, writing, you know, it's 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 not an intellectual thing. Like I, I've been just trying to sort of formulate some thoughts around it and how um, writing for me feels like a sieve that catches thought and that the thought is like an antenna of sensation and feeling. So often I 
I move and then write, and it's like the body, you know, the the physical, the somatic, the perceptual practice of moving switches something else on in the imagination, which, again, I'll use the word sieve. I feel like I'm not... It's something being generated, but it's also something that's been caught through my perception that I then transfer into writing. Um, But, you know, it, it stems back to a long process, I guess, of moving from moving moving initially from word based, text based theatre into dance or body based work because I felt like the body was the generator of truth or, you know, the body was the actual the the most immediate and intimate way we have to to sense ourselves in the world but also to communicate with other people. So I've always been interested in what what can be generated through, you know, quite deep somatic processes and how that creates material that then can be transformed into performance material. So in this case I'm looking at how it's transformed in into words and how those words then feed back somatically. I mean, I, 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 I'm still really not sure about the place of the body in this project, um, but I think it's intrinsically there. And because I'm working a lot with my, well, I'm working with my voice, so my focus at the moment is on how to really finely tune what it is to produce what it is in the body that's producing the voice and what voices, um, how different sensations change the the nuance and the, um, the mechanical production of the voice and what those, um, what those different production methods you know, do in terms of the aesthetic that, and uh, and what we then register when when I listen back. You know, like what is it that's um that's being transmitted through really, you know, honing in on really particular tonality or really particular uh, kind of timbre in the voice or um you know or everything that's behind. Actually, I'm not necessarily even looking at it as singing, but um, extended extended vocality. At one level, I would say I wouldn't have come to this particular way of um, producing text and voice without without dancing, without. I mean, actually, there's a few texts that I'm using that have come from the writing dancing um, group and the exercises that we've done, which are um, 
you know, often things that have been taken or adapted or lifted from from uh, a dance practice. So maybe it's more we could talk about it in terms of extended choreography, really. Um, because Mark and I have worked quite a bit on on how to translate um, a, a score onto paper, and how we, you know, how we can translate that back into the way that we produce together. So that score might encompass. You know everything that's that's going on, including including movement, the body, um, the instrumentation, the the imagery. Um, at a fundamental level, the reason that I love working with Hydrin is because she has worked so much around performance, and she really understands. She really understands how to capture movement, but she also really understands how to capture light and how to, um, you know, a lot of the imagery that we've been working with or that she's been working with is um, actually kind of at the edges of of things that's um, uh, uh, indistinct images or, or patterns of light. Um, so yeah, the, uh, I, I guess the idea of what you know, breaking down structures and choreography, for me, comes from from dancing, but also comes, you know, then translates really quite beautifully into into score making and um, the choreography of sound. Yeah, yeah. So I came into the studio and Emily was there and she was clearly kind of warming down. And so, you know, I, I just said, look, don't let me interrupt you for a few minutes. You do what you need to do. So, you know, it that's a really, I mean, that in itself is a really interesting challenge to walk in at the end of someone else's practice when obviously something has happened Something you know, because something always happens in the studio, and when, particularly when it's a stranger, to try and catch whatever energy is there, and then and not interrupted, and not you know, not kind of in, in, intervene, but um, to like then subtly get a sense of what it is that's happened and what what. Um, what Emily was interested in and what she was working with, um, and you know, there, there's a whole lot in there because there's a sense of well, we don't know each other. She's got a she's got a very different background to me. It's really about how our two worlds can meet and what what we can transmit to each other. Um, in, a, in a short period of time, which is it's a very interesting and intimate thing to do. Um, so yeah, it's a shame that that I, 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 you know I think it's a really good process. The project itself, um, 
has developed into some. It's, it's almost like a kind of manifesto or or a rave or um, it, it, a kind of proposal or conjecture about what um, about how things are being formed and who we are as humans and how we function in the world. So it's <laughs> um, and what I've become re- aware of, I was just um, thinking about this before we started talking about how actually what it's showing to me is the limits of my own consciousness, you know, and the limits of my own understanding of, of um, you know, how the world was formed, how the earth was formed, how what, what we're doing on it, you know, what we think we're doing on it. Um, so that's what that's what broadcast into oblivion is kind of doing or trying to do, and so I mean I actually went over and did a session with Mark last night in his studio, and uh, we're still recording stuff. So last night we were trying to create the big bang. <laughs> um, so we're yeah we're looking at whether. I don't know. I'm a little bit ambivalent about trying to deliver this work online because I've always really thought it was about an intimate, performed experience. But but we're talking about doing like a five minute version with with image and just a limited amount of sound, you know, and just putting that out there and seeing what kind of response we get. Using it as a way to generate support material for the future, um, you know, manifestation of it. Maybe you know, to do. I don't certainly don't ever get bored. Um, <laughs> I haven't been bored in years. To be remembered for, <laughs> um, oh, uh, you know, I just, I guess, I'm really, I'm just really aware that how this whole March period was such a, there was such a beautiful focus happening on dance and um, um, people's practice through through March Dance and through what Ready Mad had generated. Um, so, you know, I think that it's just this big hole that we all found ourselves on the precipice of and it, it must be, you know, it's quite painful. I think it must be painful for a lot of us. So, and, you know, on the other hand, I think, you know, I've always thought, that some of the best work comes out of pain and loss. So maybe this is going to generate, I don't know, just a, whole, a, a really huge appreciation of what it is that we all do together and as individuals. And how, yeah, how fundamentally important and, and kind of... Um, life-affirming it is, I guess. Thank 
you, Matt. And, you know, I just really want to thank ReadyMade. I, um, I just can't, you know, I don't know. I can't find the words. I just think it's such a generous and gorgeous space and organisation and group of people and project. 